And welcome to episode 12 of The Other Berman Show. I'm going to start right off the bat here. The audio on this episode, not as good as it's been the last couple episodes. My mic broke. I have no idea how it happened. I opened up the case that my mic in. I opened it up, took out the mic, and the mic was in two pieces. I have no idea how it happened, but it did. Second of all, my voice, in case you can't tell, still a little weird. Um, for those of you who don't go to BT camps, which is probably most of you, um, we just finished up Color War. I did win. Shout out to the yellow team. But my voice is a little bit, what's the word, hoarse. I think, it's, yeah, hoarse is the word that I'm looking for. Um, so beware for that during this episode. I apologize in advance for that. And again, audio, not great. I'm going to get my I'm going to get myself a new mic very soon, but until then, next couple of episodes audio is going to be a little bit of a downgrade, but you can still hear me fine. And without further ado, enjoy episode 12 of The Other Berman Show with Andrew Foreman. All right, we are joined by someone who well, we've both been trying to make this happen for honestly since episode 1. We are joined by my friend Andrew. And have you started your podcast yet? I haven't. It's probably going to start a little after Labor Day. Right. Michael's in it, so. uh, for those that remember a couple episodes back, we had his friend Michael and him. They're going to be starting their own sports podcast that will be coming up Labor Day, you said? Uh, somewhere around there, yeah. Okay. So right around like, the start of the school year. So we're actually going to get things started with the Q&A because my computer is kind of low on battery and I want to get this out of the way before computer dies because the other stuff I can just go from the top of my head. Alright. We got nine questions, all of which submitted by Brandon Lundenfeld. Um, I was gonna say Max No, no, only Brandon in this one. Um but uh in the future we can I gonna drop down my story, my Instagram at the other Berman show. You guys can answer questions other not just Brandon and light it all up. So, first question, is Travis Kelsey worth a first-round pick in fantasy? I think it's an easy one. I think no way. Like, either. A first-round No. Unless if you got, like, pick 12, I could see it, but I want to do it. It is standardly. PPR, absolutely not. I took him in, like, the third round in our league, and that was a steal. Yeah, it was a steal. The big time question, right? I got in the third round. Yeah, I got Kelsey in the third round. Damn. Okay. But I mean, if you're in like one of those huge leagues, like a 16 team league, 18 team league, all right, fine. But 12, like a standard 8, 10, 12, no. No shot. Yeah. Next question is. The 49ers could be a very unpredictable team this year with a very with a team this young and a lot of guys coming back from injury. What do you think about the Niners this year? Um, I'll start with this. Like I, I can show you. Let me check my power rankings. I can tell you exactly how good I think they're going to be. I have the 49ers ranked with power rankings. Here they are. I have them ranked number 19. So. Talking about lately, who the 49ers? Yeah, no one's been talking about because last year they came with a lot of hype, but there's a lot of injury, they got bit by the injury bug hard in the like preseason early in the regular season. They got bit by the injury bug real hard, so that team we were all excited to see last year is the team we're gonna see this year finally. So I'm excited for that. 
But who's that running back? Like Brita, Brita, Tevin Coleman, and um, who's the third guy? Yeah, Coleman. They're they're gonna have a good run game this year. Yeah, hold on, Jet McKinnon. The only question is, can their offensive line stay healthy? Can the anybody on the team stay healthy? That's true. All right. How do the Jags do with Nick Foles? You guys know my opinion on Nick Foles. He's the most overrated quarterback in the league. But actually, I think he's overrated. I don't think he's as overrated as you say he is. I think like, he's extremely overrated. I, I agree that he's overrated. I don't think he's as overrated as you're giving him credit for. He's a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. Well, who's more but overrated? Who, which quarterback's more overrated? Who over Nick Foles, are you saying? Yeah, over Nick Foles. If you were to say who's the most overrated quarterback in the league and not Nick Foles, who would it be? Baker Mayfield. Mm, okay. I can't argue with that. Like, I, I think it's Foles over him, but, like, I can understand where you're going with there. That's not, like, one of those things where I just yell at you. That, that makes sense. Yeah, like that Michael episode where he thought Eli Manning was good. <laughs> I'm excited for that podcast. Um, yeah. All right. Miami Dolphins. Who's the starting quarterback? Is it going to be Fitzmagic or Fitzceptions, I call him, or Josh Rosen? Um, I think Josh Rose takes the job in, like, week four. Okay, we got some news here on Amari Cooper. He is dealing with a leg injury. He'll be day-to-day. Oh, day-to-day. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. T- t- ignore that. Day-to-day. He's fine. Right. I think Rose will take the job in week four or five. Yeah, it's Fitzception. It's, he's going to throw for 500 yards one game, and then I'll throw 10 interceptions the next. He's the most inconsistent quarterback I've seen in a long time. Like, so... I don't even know if it'll take five weeks. No, I didn't say it would be taking five. It'd probably take two, three weeks. Maybe four. Yeah. Uh, maybe even one. I mean, the Ravens got the Dolphins number. It could take one week. You never even know. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all know the Ravens got the Dolphins number. All right, mm-hmm. next up. Will John Smokey Brown have a bounce back here with the Bills? I think he will. I think this is the perfect spot for his Bills with a great quarterback. Well, great. I mean, a great quarterback for him, Josh Allen. Like, I think yeah. he's actually pretty underrated after that rookie season. I think he had a good year. He just had terrible receivers around him, and I think Smokey I, is gonna I, have just a good year. I know how much the term. I know how much you hate the term system player. Yeah. But I think he's a great. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I'll. I'm gonna rephrase what it is like. I have nothing wrong with like guys because everybody's a system player. That's what I have a problem with. It's not that, like, every player has a system. So, for Smokey Brown, his system is a deep air raid offense, which is where he is. Every player has a system. Some players can adapt better than others, but every player has that one system where they can accept the best. That's why I hate the term system player the most, that much. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah. Um... Bounce back teams for this year. I think Green Bay. Oh, oh, I'm getting a house party. Hold on. Green Bay is going to have a great special teams this year. Alright, I, I'm completely uh, you, I completely cut out of there, I think, but bounce back team, who did you say? I'm agreeing with you, Green Bay. I think they're going to have a good year. I think they're going to have a good special teams year. 
Mason Crosby. I think they're going to get a couple. I think they're going to get a good bit of yards because they have that a guy returning from last year that can return punts, and they got a couple really fast running backs. Oh, yeah. They got some real speed in that backfield. And, 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 and they just got Darnell Savage who can return kicks. That's I think true. they're going to get a lot of yards off that and then can just have Rodgers throw a couple ins and outs and work yeah. slowly work his way down the field. Got to take advantage of maybe the last season we see kickoffs in two more years, actually 2021 is going to be because of the new CBA. Like kickoffs, mm-hmm. if, if you haven't caught the memo, kickoffs are on their way out. If anyone has not realized that yet, kickoffs are going to be out of the game within five, ten years. Kickoffs will be non-existent. I don't which, think it'll be that soon. No, I do. And honestly, I can get behind that, and I would like that to happen because kickoffs are stupid. Like, they're they're not, but it doesn't do anything. I think kickoffs will turn into punts. I'm okay with that. It's at least kind of real football. Like, I think they'll turn into punts. Not to mention, it's the most dangerous like play out of any play. It most definitely, is. running full speed down the field and just hitting someone. It's like at least punts. You're like. Right next to each other, the collision's not gonna be that bad. It's fine. Like, not to mention, most kickoffs end in a touchback anyway. That's true. They, and it's, I mean, but I mean, I don't think the NFL will get rid of them because uh, sometimes they have commercials before and after them, so it squeezes an advertisement room. I'm all okay. I'm all right. They get rid of that. Like, yeah. I see what you're saying there. They have um, way too many. Games. They've gotten better with it over the last two, three years, though. Yeah. Better. So I remember like, three years ago, there used to be like 10 minutes of commercials before the kickoff and then like 10 minutes of commercials yeah. after the kickoff. And now that's only reserved for the Super Bowl. Huh? I said that's just reserved for the Super Bowl now. Yeah. Um. Alright. Next one is... Should Kyler Murray be the fifth highest paid quarterback in the league, where a guy like Tom Brady is the sixth highest paid? And I mean, you guys know I think he's gonna be a bust, but like the reason why Arizona did that is because if they didn't, the guy would be the newest member of the Oakland A's. Like he wouldn't be playing. Period. Like it's they had no choice. That's true, but I mean, I don't think putting Brady at six really matters. Brady doesn't need. Crazy money. He's taking a hometown discount. It's true. Not to mention his wife makes more than him anyway, so. Yeah, his wife makes more than him. Yeah. Like, he, with, the Patriots would give him more. We all know that. The Patriots, I paid. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't need that and won't. He's smart. He wants to go out. He wants, he doesn't want the money. He wants the Super Bowls. Exactly. And that's why he has my respect. That's why the Patriots have my respect. They don't have my fanhood, but they have my respect. I agree with that. And while we're on top of the Tom Brady, what do you think about Tom Grady? Yeah, how about that? The uh, newest champion of the Arena Football League, they have Tom Grady, they are a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's not a joke. That is his real name. And I saw this thing on CBS Sports. It is a very similar life, like style. They're both three-time league MVPs of their leagues. They were both born in California. They were both two-time All-Pro, two like three-time All-Pro. Like, a lot. I've read the number. They were both say on All-Pros. 
both of them on the same amount of championships. Like, it's the same player. The only difference is their jersey number because Grady's four. And then um, – and one leather. Like, other than that, they're the same person. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'll do the Q&A again. Um, I will I, – the day before I film, I dropped on my Instagram story at the Berman Show. This time, episode, I did it like a week ago because um, I had um, color war and my voice got all uh, bad. If you were at BT camps, you know what I'm talking about. But um, my voice got all bad, so I had to – that's why I did not have an episode last week. You guys already know. You guys already heard the intro. But I'm just clearing that up. Now, again, that's why the Q&A was a little late this week. Now, let's get into the real episode. <clears throat> Preseason week Antonio- one. What? I was about to ask you what you thought about Antonio Brown and the helmet thing. That's exactly what I was going to go with. Preseason week one, there's not too much to take away from. If the start, if your starters played, your starters played two, three drives like we saw with Lamar. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But first, as you said, Antonio Brown, or as I, or as, let's face it, his name is now Antonio Clown. This guy is so dumb. Like, he has lost any respect that anybody still had for him. Like, anyone still had respect for him. I don't, I don't know why, but... If anyone still had respect for the guy, that respect is now gone. Like, what is the guy thinking? He took the Twitter today asking for this. Like, I don't get it. It's stupid. Like, is. Is, there's no it's argument here. Can... Say it again. And it's not like his new helmet is terrible. Like, his new helmet is awesome. And safer. <laughs> yeah, that's too. Safer, like significantly safer. That's the whole point of it. Of course, he doesn't want to be safe. He just wants to win. But that's why he went to Oakland of all places. No, like he has. It's just stupid. He. Re, I really don't like. If anyone still has any respect for AB, which I don't know why, I don't understand why. And if you do, come on to the podcast and explain to me why you have respect for this guy. Because I will gladly yell at you on the show. But well, I fire up there a little bit. But um, in good in the good news department, the Baltimore Ravens won their NFL record extending fifteenth straight preseason game. That is ridiculous. Yeah, the Ravens have not lost a preseason game since two thousand fifteen. Yeah, I went to a training camp there, and our back quarterback. We're looking great, like Cal- like Joe Callahan. Callahan? All right, well, wait, he's wait. a camp guy. He won't be on the team. I mean, I'm happy he's like the Callahan, but let's face it, he's a camp arm, right? He is. I mean, I would like him to make it, but he I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's either him or McSorley, right? Yeah. When I, when I was getting his autograph, he's like, you know I'm not Trace McSorley, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. He was dumb. <laughs> Callahan. Actually, um, I don't like to remember this, and me with my really weird kind of photographic, not really photographic memory, where I can remember really random little things that photo- people with photographic memories can remember, and then you know, when it comes to school, I can't remember a thing. But oh, one that's of the, me. Yeah, but one of the things I can remember is, I don't remember this, but a couple of years back when they canceled the Hall of Fame game, do you remember that? 
Yeah, it was like well, like twenty fifteen. Yeah, he was the quarterback of the Packers that game, and he would have played to be the backup quarterback for that team, and he didn't get the opportunity. He must have still made that team because he, they said we got him from Green Bay, so he must have still made that team. But he almost didn't because they canceled the Hall of Fame game, and that almost was the end of his career. Wow. Um. Also. Yeah. Again, preseason week one. I want to put that in all you guys' heads. This means nothing in terms of starters. The Daniel Jones hype that I am seeing is ridiculous. The guy threw five passes. I don't care if he completed them all. He threw five passes. It's not like he went 100 for 105. He went five for five. It's, It's insane. Against guys who are not going to make their respective teams. And if they are, they're going to be practice squad or backup players. He didn't do it against an all-pro defense. He did it against the all-practice squad defense. <laughs> All right. Well, while we're on that topic, when do you think? Um, as soon as Eli lays an egg. Like, it's just that simple. Like, Eli cuts out there, throws four picks, throws for maybe 150 yards and four picks. Yeah, he's done. But until that happens, it's Eli's job. John Barrow, the Giants owner, came out today saying that he wants Eli to have the job. He wants it to be Eli. Eli's going to have the starting job until he proves that he has to deserve it because apparently he hasn't hasn't proven that already. Yeah, but when do you think that will happen? Week three, week four? Let me check the Giants schedule. Um, Let's go over here. I mean, it can't be that hard considering they had a terrible season last year. Yeah. We actually don't have that hard of a schedule considering we're a division uh, winning team. Yeah, it's true. I like it actually a lot. All right, let's take a look here. We got week one Cowboys, so we have to play through that. Bills, play through that. Bucks, play through that. Redskins, Vikings, Patriots. So, one, two, three, four. Week six against the Patriots. You don't think it'll happen against the Vikings? No. I'm very well in the Vikings this year. I got the Vikings at number twenty-seven on power rankings. Like I really, Ooh. I'm I'm low on them, very low on them. I th- I think they'll miss the wild card by like a game or uh, half a game. I think Zimmer's getting fired. I don't disagree with that. I think they're gonna go five and eleven, six and ten, four and twelve. They fire Zimmer. They're gonna be awful. If they don't make the playoffs, Zimmer's gone. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, let's see what else we got to talk about. Preseason game against Jacksonville again. It's preseason, but what did you like? What did you not like? Anything you want to talk about there? I think our pass rush looked pretty good. Oh, yeah, it did. But then again, they're playing against bum offensive line. Right. Um, so, obviously, I mean, it, it, hold on, go. it's really hard to judge on preseason right. how well we're doing because you can't really rate it. You can't say our pass rush is great. Because they're playing against no-name offensive lines, right. you can't say our corners look great because they're playing against bum receivers. That you being said, receivers. that being said, Bennett Jackson, the corner, did very much impress me. He he impressed me too. Yeah, I th- I think I think our I think our defense looks fantastic. I think Wink gets a head coaching job after this year. Yeah, I talked to Owasso about it. Um, when he came to BT camps, I said if the Ravens got top five defenses, Wink Martin got a head coaching job. He looks at me. With like the most serious look, with Jesus goes, boy, I hope not. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. But he said probably like, 
the Ravens are probably like bracing for that. Because if the Ravens have another top five defense after losing all those guys, I don't think we're gonna have Wing Martindale much longer because I think he's gonna be a head coach. And he'll be the you, deserving head coach. Do you think we get him as a head coach and get rid of Harbaugh? Or no? I would love it, but let's face it, it's the Ravens. They don't do stuff like that. True. I would love to see that happen. Unless if we have a bad year. If the Ravens do awful, go 4-12, and 5-11, which I do see as a possibility. Yeah, we fire we Harbaugh. Prom- and you know what? Martindale gets at least an interview. I would love to see Martindale get our head coaching job. I'd love, love to see that. Like, people think I hate Harbaugh because I've been wanting him. Fi- I've been wanting Harbaugh fired for about three years now. People think I hate Harbaugh. I don't hate Harbaugh. He deserved to come back after what he did last year. He deserved to still stay here. That being said, the Ravens have moved on from him. I think it's time to move on. It's nothing against him. The guy is the best coach in the history of this team. Sorry, Brian Billick, but it's true. He is the best coach this team has ever had. He led us to a Super Bowl. He led us. But to- it's a new era. Exactly. We have a new quarterback. We have new defensive guys. We got new superstars. It's time to move on. Agree. He he was fantastic with Flacco, but it's just a new game now. Exactly. And let's face it, if we do fire him, he'll get a job within five minutes. Like, he'll get fired, and then about five minutes later, you're going to hear that somebody else hired him. And I will congratulate him. He will deserve it, and he'll probably do very well. But it's time for him to move on, at least in Baltimore. I like that. And you know what? If that does happen, I would love to see Wink Martindale become our new head coach. Go the Denver route with Fangio. I will. I as soon as I, when Denver hired Fangio, I was very high on that hire. I said that was the best head coaching hire out of all the new coaches. Denver, I don't think it's gonna be that good, but I don't think it's gonna be because of Fangio. Fangio, I think is the best is the best new head coach out of all the um, head coaches on the new team this year. Yeah, has Kubiak signed anywhere or no? He's still in Denver. He's like a he's like a front he's a front office. Oh, he tried to go to um Cincinnati actually Cincinnati interview was going to interview him and be a head coach, and Elway declined it and did not let him go. Smart. Yeah. Um, I really liked Kubiak. Yeah, he was great. We had one, a one-year guy, but, boy, he was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, speaking of the Kubiak era, Justin Forsett was at training camp. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's great. Giving speeches with the players, nice. signing autographs. Speaking of speeches with the players, now – Stiz is gone. Your guy, Eric Weddle, he's gone. So, who is going to step up into that new leadership role? We heard Ray Lewis talking about it on the um, Raven in the booth with the Ravens. Like, who is that new guy? And he said he's very curious to see what it is. Is it Peanut? Is it Judon? Is it Marlon? Is it Jimmy? Is it Pernell McPhee? Because we've seen Pernell McPhee kind of step on the preseason. Is he going to take that role? Is Brandon Williams going to take that role? Jimmy, Tavon Young, Marlon. Any of these guys, Tony Jefferson, anybody can really take that role. I'm gonna say someone that you haven't said yet. Or is it I think Lamar? It's be Michael, I think it's gonna be Michael Pierce. Ooh, that's interesting. Because and I was thinking him, and I'll tell you why I left him out. He's a nose tackle. Nose tackles don't normally have that role. I'm not. Nose saying tackle is a dead it. position in football. Exactly. 
He has been arguably, not arguably, he has been over the last couple of years the best nose tackle in the NFL in the last two, three years. Like the PFF grading, he's been number one last three years in a row. He is the best nose tackle in the NFL right now. But will he take that role? Who knows? Yeah. Him and Dalen Mack are going to be the best nose tackle. I like Dalen Mack, yeah. Especially the value of him as like a fifth, sixth round pick. Yeah, we got we got him as a great pick. Yeah, him and Jill. I'm really excited to see what Ferguson does. Yeah, you and Michael are both real excited for him. I I got his glove today and I got him to sign it. Oh really? Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I, Everyone I like was him. so nice at training camp. Yeah, no, those the the Ravens are a very nice team. The yeah, whole team, and, very nice people. All right, so Lamar came to sign autographs, which he never does, right? Oh, he loves kids. He's very into like all those kids stuff. That's know, not a. But he, but he doesn't do a lot of like autograph stuff. Like oh, he does yeah. a lot of stuff with like charities and stuff. But doesn't do a lot of autograph. So he comes to the line. I'm standing there and I'm talking to him. I'm like, hey, can I get an autograph? And there's like six football organizations that had come like play sixty, right? And a, like a couple like pee wee leagues and stuff, right? Right. So they come in and they mob me. They push me over the rope. Oh my Lamar god! Ca- and then Lamar catches me. Oh my god! And after that, he just walks away. <laughs> so, I, so I, so I never got an autograph. That sucks. You know, honestly though, um, I think one of the things I like about Lamar is now if you follow me on Instagram, you will see that I have I posted this thing a couple days ago about this comparison between Baker and Lamar. I actually got a lot of hate about that in my DMs, by the way. But you did, yeah. But here, if I'm gonna read this to you. Because, hey, I'm not trying to say, and I'm going to make this very clear, I am not in zero way trying to say that Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. And that's why people got mad at me because they thought I was trying to say that. I am not. I'm absolutely not trying to say that. This is just what I'm trying to help. Let me find the picture. Let me just make sure it's the highlight. Here it is. All right. Baker Mayfield, super arrogant, calls out teammates, talks in the same amount of trash, Inappropriate gestures and yell stuff. Kansas, he's tried to run from the police in the past, right? Lamar Jackson, super humble, always supportive with his teammates, no matter what. He never quits, never has said anything bad, loves kids, never been in trouble with the law, came in as a rookie, and led a team to the playoffs. One guy is universally loved. The other guy is universally hated, right? I would just yeah. all I want to say with that is Lamar is a guy who I would I am happy that he is the leader of this team because I was all those guys I was talking about as a defensive leader it's because the Ravens are a defensive team well you know what the theme with the Ravens is it's a new era is the offense going to step up is Lamar going to step up is he going to be the leader of the team I would like to see that. And he's he a guy. Terrible in training camp today. He did. He, he really. He, him standing in the pocket looked okay. Like he threw a great uh, corner to Willie Sneed for a touchdown. I heard Hayden Hurst had a great day. Hayden Hurst had a fantastic day. He was looking amazing. All right. Um, That's good to see Thor. Like, I, I, I yeah. love hearing that. But all right, keep going, Lamar. Yeah, but with Lamar, like he cannot roll out left. Okay. Like, it was painful to watch. Like, if if any team does this, and it's not that hard to look at, bring a blitz from the right, put a linebacker or two on the left side, 
and force him to throw it. Yeah. Like, Lamar, we've seen the improvement, but he's still not there. He's still got the worst armor in the league based on what else to be. He's improved, but you know what? If you're going to go pure arm talent, Lamar is number 32 out of the starting quarterback, and there's no argument there. You'll be the biggest Lamar fan in the world, then you can't argue that. Like, he, he, he looked pretty good in the pocket today, but rolling yeah, out it's good left to see. It's good was to terrible. See. Rolling out right wasn't bad, but left was just hideous. Okay. Like, and Lamar is going to play the way he played last week. He's going to play the first 15, 16 snaps. That's what the Ravens said today. So, we're going to see it again. But I do not want to see Lamar Jackson take a single carry with that football until football matters in week one against Arizona. Until we are playing, all right, sorry, I mean Miami. Until we play Miami, I do not want to see Lamar Jackson with one carry. He needs to stay healthy. I, I disagree with that. I think it's good for him to get in there and see that he needs to slide. Like, uh, did you see that Patrick Mahomes clip from when he was rushing? Oh, uh, yeah, I did actually. That, that was just funny. Yeah. But I, I think it's good for him because he needs to realize that he needs to slide. So I think I want him to get one or two carries a game. I don't want him taking six or seven like he would in a regular season game. Uh, I want I, him I to take, take 15 to 20. I know, but I want him to take one to two. Okay. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. But the point is I don't want to see him taking too much carries. I, don't, I, I exaggerate that a little bit. I'm okay with one to two. But my point is, I don't want him throwing his body on the line in a meaningless preseason game. Something he did a lot of in the regular season because in the NFL, every player is one hit away. Lamar's a half a hit away the way he plays. He cannot afford to take those hits because one of these times, he is going to get demolished. And there's a guy in the AFC North, and for those of you that listen to my power rankings, I was making a lot of jokes about him. But they were very scared jokes. There's a guy named Devin Bush on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm telling you, I'm scared of him. He's that a guy. hard hitter. I am scared of him. You guys listen, if you guys listen to the first powerings about I think it was episode four. I was making all these jokes about how well Noah was making all these jokes about how he's gonna turn all these quarterbacks' legs into noodles. I wasn't really kidding. This guy is especially Lamar, he terrifies me. He is going, and we're going to see this guy twice a year for a long, long time because I think Devin Butch is going to be a phenomenal player in this league. So I'm scared of him. I am very scared that something will happen to Lamar. Because, yeah. like, I was checking him out. He's skinny, especially his he is legs. Skinny. He is skinny. Like, he's, like, just a little. I noticed that um, at the um, end of last season. I Because I haven't been able to go to any, like, training camp stuff. Or a preseason game. Hopefully, I'll be able to go on Thursday. But if not, I mean, I got season tickets, so I'll be at every home game. Hopefully, even the playoff games. Who knows? But my point is, preseason, we need to keep the guy healthy. That is the number one priority. Yes. Because, like, my my friend was getting upset that I went to pre uh, to. Uh, the training camp with. Mm-hmm. He was getting upset that he wasn't taking cares like he wanted to see some action. I'm like, no. Well, in in this, he wouldn't get hit anyway. Because if you hit in training camp, if you're a guy on the bubble trying to make this team, and you lay a finger on your quarterback, no matter what team, your ass is cut. It's done. <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, even just, even without a hit, you can still get hurt. You can, like, 
uh, break your ankle or something. Just plant a foot wrong and tear your no. Knee Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Exactly. Um, there was a guy. I forget. I think his name Chad Thomas. Yeah, Chad Thomas. Luckily, um, by the way, for those of you here, he is fine. It's just a neck strain. But yesterday, this Browns player, completely non-contact, he was immobilized and taken off on a stretcher yesterday at Browns practice. It was a scary scene. Again, he's okay. It's the neck strain. But the point is, things can happen. Yeah, even without getting a finger laid on you. Exactly. Like, um, now have you have you watched Hard Knocks the first episode? I have not. Okay. Well, first of all, tonight is going to be fun on Hard Knocks. Why? Tonight's Hard Knocks. Yeah. So we're going to see kind of the beginning. The real circus with AB is going to be next week. Oh, there's going to be a little bit this week, and then next week's going to be all hell. Don't break loose with the Raiders, but and then. Not to mention the position ballot. I'm excited. This year is going to be such a great year of hard knocks, but that's besides the point. Um, Last year was the Panthers, right? No, that was all or nothing. Last year oh. was Cleveland and um, hard knocks. I, I haven't watched that. I should start yeah. binging it. Yeah, but um, only one episode's come out and last week. And How, how like, many seasons are there? Like 14. It's not on like Netflix or anything. It's just, well, um, the NFL YouTube channel. NFL Throwback has a lot of them out there. But, is it on, like, Xfinity on the band? No. You go on the NFL Throwback YouTube channel. Oh. They have a lot. They have a couple of the years. Like, the Ravens wanted up there because the Ravens were the original team for Hard Knocks. Like, we were the first team to do it in 01. Um, oh, they, oh, so that was the, like, Ray Lewis, Ed Shannon Reed. Sharp. No, Ed Reed. Ray Lewis, Shannon oh, Sharp. Yeah. All those guys. And Tony Saragusa, Peter Bowler, Saragusa, um, those guys. My friend had has like Madden 01 or 02 or nice. whatever it is. And I love playing with Sarah Goose because whenever I get down, it's like, Sarah Goose. It's the funniest thing ever. Speaking of which, Nico Saragusa was uh, cut by the Bills today. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's back on the market. He has not been any good. He, he's, he's, really, he's really been bad. But, um, I guess. Do you think oh, he'll get I, signed I, or do you think he's done? No, nah, he's probably done. But, um, I just remember I was going to tell you about Hard Knocks is the Raiders' first-round pick, Jonathan Abram. He was com- very, very reckless in Raiders' camp. Uh, in this is no pad; these are in shorts. And Abram laid out a guy like he was very aggressive, and it was a little scary for Raiders fans because he was not holding anything back. He was talking back to Gruden like, "Oh God." Ooh. <laughs> He's a fun player to watch, but whoo. The only reason he's not cut is because he was first a first-round round pick. pick. Yeah. If he was a second-round pick, he would be gone. He'd be dumb. He'd be dumb. But um, one of the guys who did get cut, do you know Last Chance You? Have you ever watched that show? No. Okay. Well, I've first been thinking all, about it. First of all, highly recommend it. But second of all, one of my favorite guys on Last Chance You ever – was a guy named Ronald Ali from season one of Last Chance U. He made it to the NFL on the Raiders. And guess what happens? He skipped a training thing and Gruden cut him. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. It was like, no, he's so funny. He's got a ton of potential, but he's one of those guys' head case, like, you know. But, yeah. oh, God. I was like, no, Ali. <laughs> That's yeah. He worked hard to get back there too. 
Um, so what do you have to do? It's a um, it's a university. They follow you. It's like hard knocks. I mean, or all or nothing. Oh. Or it's like, yeah. Um, by the way, there is a couple of rumors out there with um, Jalen Ramsey. Now, you guys, now for those of you who don't know, he's a free agent this year. He wants to get paid. He's channeling his inner Dion here. He is going his full on diva mode. He's going full Dion. Like, he, he wants his money. He showed up in a Brinks truck training camp. Yeah. But there are some rumors out there saying that he's interested in going with Oakland. Well, actually, Vegas when he's a free agent. And the Titans. Remember last year? I'm pretty sure this was Ramsey. And he's like, uh, do you want the, uh, who do you, and, the, um, sorry for stuttering, but the reporter says, do you think the Jaguars will have enough money to re-sign you in a, in a few years? He goes, the money's always there. The question is whether or not they want to use it on one player. And that's very well said. All right, yeah, it's, it's, it's very true, like, it's a guy, he wants the money, but he knows that. Like, the money's there, but the contract he's going to get by some team is going to be the team's entire cap space. Like, that's it. And I like, don't think the Jaguars are willing to use that. Well, the team's stuck in 2017, so you never know. I still don't think they're going to use it because A.J. Bouye will be a free agent, yeah. the, I think, the year after him. Well, Ramsey's younger. That's the thing. Ramsey's a, cu- a good amount, young, not good amount, but a couple years younger. Boy, is still good, but I take True. that risk of losing, arguably, I mean, arguably, the best corner in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, the, the only way I would, if, if I'm the Jaguars, the only way that I would re-sign Jalen Ramsey and use up all of that cap space is to sign him for, like, five years. Yeah. No, he's going to get a five-, six-year contract, too. You know it. I don't know. I could see him signing a two-year deal with someone. Uh, I, I, I know Jacksonville if he resigns. Oh, yeah. But, um, again, very interesting is if he goes to Tennessee, first of all, playing Jacksonville twice a year. But second of all, him and Kevin Byard in the same backfield. Oh, that would be nuts. Did you just say in the backcourt? That's a backfield. Oh, my bad. I'm used to basketball. Yeah. Speaking of which, NBA schedule released. Oh, it was? Yeah. I I need to go buy tickets for the Hawks uh, talk Wizards game. I'm going to go to that. I might try and go to that too, actually. Just, just because I'm a Terps fan and I want to see Herder Bruno. Herder Bruno, if Alex, Alex Ren's still on the team. I don't know if he'll make it. I, I hope he does. I just want him to. Jake Layman. Isn't Jake Layman on that team? No, he's on like the Timberwolves. I think. Oh, I thought he was on the Hawks. No. I, I, I just want them to make it. I don't care what happens after the game. I just want them to make it to the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get a Bruno Hawks jersey. Oh, Bruno and Herder will be fine. Dallas Lenny got to worry about. I, I think Bruno will make the, the G League. I don't know if he'll be on the roster. Oh, that's true. G League's legit now. The G League used to be a joke. Now it's a place where you it's can very go real. to get better. Pascal Siakam, Quinn Cook, two key guys in the finals last year, spent not like one year. They spent significant time in the G League and honed their craft, and they got good. 
and Siakam in particular played a full year in the G Nick Nurse, the head coach, was the head coach of the G League Raptors. He got to hone his craft as a coach in the G League. I think G League is a great place to start coaching. Absolutely. Um, Jerry Stackhouse, I, I, um, he's going to be a coach in a little while. Former players going to be a coach. He's going to be head coach in a couple years. He's a great coach in the G League. Watch out for him in a couple years. He's going to be doing some stuff. Um, uh, uh, definitely that. But um, I don't know any other G League coaches in Jerry Stackhouse. But um, <laughs> I'm not that good. But um, yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. I'm going to, we can keep talking. Just give me one second. I need to go do something real quick. All right. Right back. All right. But, um, there's one other thing I want to talk about. All right. Is the Duke Johnson trade. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows he's been wanting out of Cleveland forever. He got traded to Houston last week for a third or fourth round pick. We actually don't know yet what it is. How um, does that work? If they it's do, like a conditional thing. I forget exactly what the conditions are. Well, so if they are. get like X amount of wins, it's a fourth round pick or X right, a third. Right, right, So kind of like what the Karavedvic trade was. Exactly, exactly what it is. Speaking of Vedvic, though, like, perhaps Hats off to Eric DaCosta for getting a fifth-round pick for a backup kicker. That is my GM. How are we so good at finding kickers? Will Lutz, Stephen Hauschka, Justin Tucker, Karabadvik, but absolutely suck. Absolutely suck at finding receivers. Yep. Phenomenal at kickers, though. Absolutely fantastic. And punters. Oh yeah, we have a good history of punters too. Um now nah, but what do you think about Duke Johnson in Houston? I think Houston is overrated. What do you mean? I think they will be good. I don't think they're as good as people are saying that they're gonna be. Okay. Well how good do you think they'll be? I think they'll win their division. Not get a bye. Okay. And lose in the second round of the playoffs. That's not very. That's better than I think they'd be. I, I was thinking like one and done or something. Oh, a lot of people are saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or something. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, actually, I'm not sure what in the playoffs. Let me see. I got Houston at number 12. I guess I'm in the playoffs. Um, one second. They absolutely got. You there? Yeah, I'm just talking to my grandma one second. All right, bye. All right. Um, All right. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, God, can we go some short Oh, um, Houston this year, I think it'd be pretty good. Like, obviously, New Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, um, Duke Johnson. Hopkins. Um, Do you think he'll go for another drop this year? I don't know about that. I mean, like that's unheard of. I don't think it's ever gonna happen again. Like hundred and nine and zero. That was nuts. That's that's ridiculous. Like we're not we'll never see that again. I don't know about never see it again. We won't see it for another fifteen years. We won't see it on that many targets ever again. I agree with that. 
I don't even well, know. If, I don't even know if we'll see that many targets in a for another while. Yeah, that's true. Was it one hundred seven, one hundred nine? I forget. One hundred nine, I think. One hundred nine. I think you're right. Um. Let's see. Um, NFL partner with Jay Z. I don't have anything really to say about that, but I just wanted to mention. What is he even doing? Is that does that just mean um, he's helping the, sign the NFL show? is forming a quote entertainment and social justice partnership with Jay Z and Rock Nation. Rock Nation becomes a co-producer of the Super Bowl halftime show as well. What does the NFL know about justice? I don't know. It's a good question. They they, they suspend Josh Gordon for three years for smoking weed. But Aaron Hernandez one year for killing someone? That's fair. That's very fair. It's nuts. It is. Absolutely nuts. Um, NBA schedule, though. And completely unrelated note. Yes, I know I completely changed the subject, but... <laughs> um, Russell Westbrook versus Chris Paul. Rockets Thunder, January 9th. That's the one in OKC. Who do you think is a better point guard? Westbrook. Right now, Westbrook, all-time Chris Paul. I agree with that. I, feel, I think Russ Westbrook is very is, – is an overrated shooter. Oh, he's definitely an overrated shooter. There's no argument there. He, he shot like 23% from three. Something he shot like, like seven a game. Yeah. He won the Delusional Shooter Award. (laughs) Partially because he was just chucking up threes. Yeah. Like, just terrible shots. The shot chucker. He just just needs to become smarter with the ball. And I think Harden and Capella will help him with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, of course, until playoff time comes around. Exactly. And then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And they get swept in the first round. But no, I don't know about first. By, round. by the way, by the way, not on the record. I'm not saying swept on the record. Just, just making sure because I don't want someone come back on that. So they don't get swept in the first round. I don't um, think it'll be a first round. I yeah, say that was that was a pretty. I was a pretty. Yeah. I, was pretty I was saying first or second round. They're not, they're not I think they're gonna make the conference finals. I think they will lose. Okay. Um, Kawhi returns to Toronto on December 11th. That'll be fun. That'll be a good one. Um, do you think they're going to cheer him or boo him? Who? Kawhi? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they'll cheer him. Oh, what? Uh, Kyrie returns to Boston. Speaking of boos, Kyrie in Boston on November 27th. Oh, he'll that'll, be, that'll be booed big time. Yeah. Porzingis, first time back in the garden. That'll be mixed reactions on November 14th, the day after my birthday. That'll be easy to remember. Um... What do you think about Suggs come back? You think he'll get cheered or booed? Oh, he'll get cheered. He better get cheered. Oh, I want to see him come out of the tunnel. Oh, that'd be great. You know what yeah. they should do? How many? You go to a lot of Ravens games. I go to uh, like one or two a year. You know they have the Ravens legend of the game. Mm-hmm. They better make it Suggs that game. They better. No. They won't like give him like the torch or anything and have him walk out of the tunnel. But after the thing where they say the Ravens legend of the game, they just pan over to Suggs. Like they just say, "I'm serious. I'm not gonna make a joke." They should do that. That, that would be funny. It'll be a nice moment. It'll be kind of funny. He'll like it. The crowd will love it. Like the crowd would know nuts. I, I would love to see him come out of the tunnel, but it will never happen. Oh, uh, um, when he gets into the Ring of Honor, he will. Wait, I just thought about this. 
I saw him come out of the tunnel his last time ever as a player. Me too. I got and it on video, actually. I don't know if I did. It was as as a um during the playoff game. Yeah, because I knew we weren't going to bring him back. So I was just like, you know, I got to film this because I knew that was it for him. I, I knew there I was no way. The whole thing. I, I knew. I knew it was either retirement or new team for Suggs. So, you think this is it for him? You think it's one one more year and then he's done? I think it is. I don't know. Uh, he was supposed to be done after this year, but then look at the year he had. It wasn't that good. <clears throat> it was a great. It was a. For, he got, re- he got for, replaced by Zadarius Smith halfway through the year. I know, but for how old is he? Like fifty? No, like thirty-six. Look at the, look at all the other thirty-six-year-old linebackers. There are none. Exactly. He is the oldest. He is. He's actually the oldest active defensive player in the league. And he's bet, and he's in the top third. Yeah. He had a comeback year. No, no, that one was. Two, you're thinking of two years ago. Maybe I am. Yeah, you are. Because last year he didn't play that. Way. He didn't play great though. He got replaced by Zedaria Smith about halfway through the year. But um, in other news, he didn't really get replaced. Oh, he got he got pretty much replaced though. He didn't play much in the second half of the year. Um, now there's one thing I want to bring up: Javian Clowney. The first of all, the trade rumors between him and Jimmy Smith. No not going to happen. I don't want anyone getting too excited because that's not going to happen. First of all, how exactly is that a fair trade to Damian Clowney? It's not. For a cornerback. 31-year-old cornerback who's way past his prime. And can't stay healthy. And out of his prime. Jimmy Smith, contract year. He's not going to get paid as much as he wants to get paid. I do not be. I don't want him back. I want him going after this year. I want Jimmy out of here. No offense, Jimmy. I like you, but you're done. I don't care if he stays or leaves as long as he has a reasonable contract. He wants wants a ton of money, but if we can somehow talk him down to earth, then I'll be okay with it. Right. But, Clowney, I don't – their Texans are currently shopping him. If they don't shop – if they don't trade him, he becomes a free agent. I'm going to be honest. Baltimore is a realistic destination. And I don't say that much about free agency. I don't. I said mm-hmm. it. I didn't even say that about Earl Thomas. When Earl Thomas is a free agent. I, I said it about Tyran Matthew. I did. I said it about Le'Veon Bell, and I was not happy about it because I didn't want – I did not want Le'Veon, but I knew there was a possibility of it happening. But I did not. I never wanted him. So I was actually happy when he signed the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I – lo- I lost all effect. Vers- not <laughs> – I lost all respect for like um, virtually that whole like 2012 Steelers team. Yeah. It, like the God, only that's the version. That's the NFL version of the Thunder. Like, think of how much success they should have had. Yeah, I mean, the only one I still have respect for is like I I respect Troy Polamalu a lot. Ben. And. Ben, not as a leader, but as a player, I respect him. As a leader, I, as I, a I human being, he's a dick. For- but as a um. As a le- as a player, got a ton of respect for him as a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I have lost some respect for him because of him as a person. Oh my God, as a person, he's a dick. I'm not. Like, I'm I've, not I've sure lost so much respect for him. I've lost 
just about all my respect for Le'Veon. And all and of my respect for A.B. The only reason I respect him is because he is a valid meme. <laughs> Fair. There Fair are point. some funny memes Fair point. about him now. Antonio Clown. Oh, like someone, someone photoshopped one of those clown wigs onto Antonio Brown, and I just stared at it and cracked up for a good five minutes. Uh, it was good. I've seen that, too. By the way, we are only 23 days away from real football. Finally. Finally here. But I can't wait for none of this. Uh, seven on seven, no contact. And then preseason where it's ninth strings. Yeah. And the way that the season kicks off, NFL 100 kicks off the Packers Bears. Like, that's perfect. Wait, is Pack? Why are there so many Thursday night football preseason games? That's just how the NFL schedules it. And the first first game of the season is Packers Bears, right? Which is yeah, which is perfect. Wait, that's is that after Labor Day? Um, it is. I can tell you the exact date. Hold on. Packers. Because what is Labor Day's Day? September fifth, and Labor Day. 2019, September 2nd. So, yeah, three days after Labor Day. Oh, hallelujah. Because the sixth grade humanities teacher and, like, advisor, they have, like, a teacher that... Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember her. Yeah, Miss Manhoff, Melissa. Oh, then no. She's a diehard Bears fan. She is? Yeah, she was born in Chicago. Really? Yeah. I've known her for, like, four years. I never knew that. Yeah, and Ari Plotkin okay. is a um is a Packers fan. Mm-hmm. So last year, Ari came in the weekend that they were playing on the Friday on his phone playing Go Pack Go at full volume with a speaker. <laughs> and it, it, it was just me, the other advisor, Ari, Miss Manoff, and like two other people. He, he just walks into the advisor's office and plays it at full volume. And Miss Manoff came over to him, took took the phone out of his hand, and starts playing like some 60s music about Chicago. It was so funny. <laughs> Ari, I hope you're watching this. That's great. That is great. <laughs> um, actually, I, let me check the time. Yeah, and the, and they, like, oh my god, we were, we're like we gotta wrap this up. Like we can keep talking, but we gotta like at least start to wrap this up. Oh, yeah, and they decorated like the desks and lockers. Nice. Wait, how how long has this been? It's been about forty forty five minutes, and I still need to do the outro and stuff. So oh, it, yeah. I I I make these episodes because I'm gonna like I'm I'm trying to make them shorter now. Of course, when the actual season starts, you're that trying to keep them under an hour now. Yeah, but when the season starts, that will not be the case. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, but. There will also be significantly less guests when the season starts because I get my thoughts in. But I, I I've enjoyed this. That. I've enjoyed this co-hosting though. I've really liked it. Yeah, you had co-host twice. I, I rotate in like co-host. Like I don't have a real co-host. I just rotate them in. Like you know your yeah. sports and you're someone I'm friends with. I can put you in and I rotate everyone in. It's it works. It makes sense. It's good entertainment and it sounds good. I like it. Yeah, this was really fun. Yeah, exactly. See? Like, it's really... I mean, I'm not, like, trying to prove you wrong. We all knew this would be fun, but, like, 
It's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was fun just sitting here talking sports. Wow. Yeah. It's been a while. It has been. Told you. Time flies, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. What's your podcast going to be called? Uh, we have a name for it. It's called The Mursky and Foreman Show. Oh, that's easy to remember. Um, yeah. All right. Um, we're, we're not as creative as you. <laughs> I was like, I was on the top of my head. I'm just like, let me go. I'm just like, oh, that's genius. The other Berman show, it works. But um, yeah. All right. So Labor Day, you can catch episode one of Mursky and of the Mursky and Foreman show. We've had both hosts on the show at one point, and yeah. All right. I think that's a, I think that's good because I really should cut this short now. So all right. All right. See you, man. All right. It's been fun. See you around. See you Bye. All right. That is our show for episode 12 of The Other Berman Show. If you want to reach out to me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at The Other Berman Show. It's very simple. At The Other Berman Show. Um, also, that's also how you can get into the q and I'll answer your questions and shout you out. Um, I'd like to thank Andrew Foreman for being with me for this episode. You can catch his podcast coming on Labor Day, which is September 2nd. And when it comes out, I'll be sure to shout out that podcast because it is going to be some good stuff with him and Michael going back and forth. And I will be making an appearance at some point, probably a couple episodes down the line in that show. They'll both be joining me again at some point. I guarantee you they're both very fun. They know their stuff. So, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. And we will see you on Saturday for episode 13 of The Other Berman Show. Goodbye and go Ravens.